Hello, hello, and welcome back to Retrieving Sanity with your host, Keegan. Today, my friends, I just want to take a little bit of a look at a little something that turns out to be one of the biggest stumbling blocks for those in recovery, for those that are suffering addiction still, and, well, a large part of the population because there's a whole course, if you will, on how to manage this. If you haven't guessed what it is, or if the title hasn't really gave it away, the topic for today is anger. Let the hate flow through you. Sorry, I just had to do that. Anyways, without further ado, go ahead hit go ahead and hit like and leave a follow. So whenever we think about anger, well, what is it exactly? Well, it's being angry, right? Well, duh. So whenever we think of anger, usually we sit there and we're right. We are entirely right. We're right to be angry because someone or something did us wrong. So screw that person, screw that institution. I'm right, you're wrong, shut up my way or the highway, right? Well, turns out that the emotion of anger is usually actually a secondary emotion, which means something else is causing another emotion that's either uncomfortable or you don't know how to deal with it, and it therefore manifests as anger. Now, one of the biggest things that triggers anger would be that of fear. Operating in fear is what kept a lot of us in our active state of addiction. And for others, it's something that creates, well, a gap in a recovery and therefore is very prone to making someone relapse because Remember, we know how to fix our problems. All we need is our substance of choice. So that's where it gets really hairy because, well, if you're right to be angry, then why make it feel like you're not? Because if you're correct, you have all the right in the world to be angry. Well, no. I say this because steps four and five in the big book of the 12 steps of AA, it's going through your resentments, a few other things as well, but the one that we're focusing on right now is resentment. So there's this quote and it goes a little like this, the man who holds his tongue for the sake of keeping the peace, starts a war within himself. Whenever I first read that, I was like, ooh, that's right, yeah, ouch. Like, the internet did not need to call me out on that day, but it did. So what happens whenever we look at this quote, it's something that something happened and you want to avoid conflict, so you don't say anything, you just go about your way, 
act like it never happened. Remember that wallowing we talked about? Well, keeping it shut up and not saying anything about it is putting it into that little bottle. And that little bottle can only hold so much. So, whenever we put it into this little bottle, it just grows and grows. And then, eventually, it pops. But, the thing is, you can stop putting it into that bottle in the first place. And you do this by bringing up your concern. By bringing out that which you want to avoid. Trust me, recovery is not easy. And it just leads to a better life. And it just leads to a better life. A lot of these principles could be applied to anyone and everyone. The thing is, those that are afflicted with the disease of choice, we have no real choice if we want to get better, stay better, and just be the person we were always meant to be. So whenever you sit there and you stuff it away, you keep quiet, first of all, you're being inauthentic with yourself. That's never a good thing. Then, not only that, if that person does not know what they did to piss you off, well, who's to say they aren't going to do it again? Maybe right away, the next day, next year, who knows? But if they don't know that something has transgressed you, if this person doesn't know that they did something to offend you, to elicit anger out of you, then chances are, again, they're going to do it again. But the thing is, for a lot of us, we want people to be able to read our freaking mind. The reason why is because everything that goes against our moral compass, our viewpoint of the world, just, we're right. Absolutely right. You can't tell me that I'm not wrong. You're wrong. And that's why... I get mad at you because you think you're right and I can tell you you're not. But that's the thing. We want people to know this without us saying anything about it. And through doing so just breeds resentments. And resentment is just a deep formed hatred. Like, if you don't know what resentments are, well, think about the person or something that you hate the most. There's probably a reason why you do. And it makes you act in ways that otherwise you never really think about. And this is dangerous because whenever you're doing things like this, isn't it just easy to go with the flow? Remember, keep your tongue keep the peace everyone will be all right except for yourself because now you have to fight this feeling of this person's done me wrong I don't want them to do this again but they do it again 
and you wind up back in that same spot, if not worse, of hating them or resenting them. So whenever we do our step four and five, it's really taking a look at all those resentments and figuring out what our part in it is. It doesn't necessarily have to be an action either. It could be the way that we're thinking. A lot of our thinking is skewed, perverted, if you will. And so the thing is, we work with a sponsor on steps four and five. Well, really all the steps, but four and five is where some of the magic starts to take place because we go through and we figure out what our part was. And again, it's a mindset, but whenever the sponsor is going through your step five with you, they're not telling you really, yeah, you're right to be angry. They're not really telling you that you're not right to be angry. We're looking at the part of you that is making you angry. And it's usually what we call character defects. So for instance, some of my character defects are being inconsiderate, uh, being selfish, and just being an asshole. But I don't really show those because I'm not being authentic. But at the same time, whenever I looked back at the anger, my sponsor helped me see that I was actually just afraid. Afraid of anything and everything. I was afraid of change. I was afraid of being happy. Stuff like that. And it manifested in a form of anger, which in turn to resentment, which in turn became resentment. This resentment is one of the things that fuel an addiction. And the reason why is because, again, we know how to fix problems. But the thing is, if we want to get better, we have to address these character defects. That's what six and seven are about. But four and five is figuring out why our thinking is wrong. Again, you don't have to say anything or do anything to anyone to have a resentment to go over. So, it's addicting whenever you really feel like you're justified. And the reason why is because, again, so whenever we actually go through the steps and we figure out our character defects, we look at the thing that was causing the anger the whole time, which is a secondary emotion. The secondary emotion is palpable, if you will. People can feel it off of you, even if you don't do anything about it. <laughs> uh, so one of the ways that we go about dealing with this anger, with this resentment, is by, well, kind of acting in the way that's opposite of how we feel. So if you're looking into getting in recovery, if you know someone that is, then 
you'll find out that this is a really hard step. But the thing is, is that if we want to change our circumstances, we have to change our behaviors. We have to change our attitude. We have to change our thinking. And this is difficult because all of this is so far ingrained to us that it is literally who we are. So you're trying to, well, rebuild yourself. But the thing is, is that we go through so many years of absolute, well, self-torture or such a shit situation. Sorry, hang on. Or we go through such a bad situation for so long that we become numb. And this numbness can actually be from the substances themselves, or it can be an emotional deprivation kind of numb. Because, believe it or not, if you have your little bottle too stuffed up with uh, emotions, your shirt too stuffed up with negative emotions, then you don't have room for the good ones to flow through. It's kind of like having a hard drive that's got too much memory on it. Stuff may be able to pass through it and whatnot, but it can't save anything. It can't store it. It can't register it. And that's what a lot of anger will lead to if it's not actively dealt with. So this whole anger, it's uncomfortable because, well... We like to keep the peace. We don't like conflict. Some people do. I'm not one of them. However, I have learned that growth is uncomfortable. There are times where you have to address either anger, jealousy, you name it. But you have to address these issues if anything is to change. Because remember, we have to change our thinking, behavior, attitude, all that. And the only way that we can start this process, oddly enough, is actually the process of the outward self. The outward self, in turn, will start to do a little bit of working on you, if you will. And this is strictly from a psychological standpoint. So, by doing the actions by doing the opposite of how you feel, eventually it starts to become you. And the hard thing with a lot of, well, the emotion of anger is that which... Uh, so what about that justified anger? Remember, you didn't do anything wrong. Someone else did you wrong. But, again, that goes back to the whole mindset. This mindset of, I didn't do anything they did. It's all their fault, not my fault. Well, that's not really the case. Ooh, hang on. Uh, one of the odd things about anger and acting out in said anger is that Whenever we're, well, hang on, let's look at it like this. We're social creatures. We feel each other. We have to know what other people are thinking for effective communication. Without that communication, everything kind of breaks down. 
and being creatures that feel each other. We actually sit there and we can influence other people. We can't control them. We can only influence. But through our anger and through the actions in which our anger takes us, we can sit there and we can step on toes of other people. In turn, they get angry and then because they're angry because of what I did when I was angry. I'm now mad at them for doing what they're angry about me being angry for. You get it? If I'm angry, it makes someone angry and their anger makes me. You get it? If I'm angry, it makes someone else angry and then their anger makes me even angrier. I just caused a vicious little cycle. I just caused something that otherwise could have been avoided because I didn't communicate. I didn't communicate, and whenever I say I, I'm speaking about us, the afflicted ones. Whenever the communication breaks down and all you have to operate on is anger, you gotta look a little bit deeper because remember, anger being that secondary emotion probably means you're actually afraid of something being afraid of success being afraid of failure all these things that we can be afraid of can manifest as anger because it is a survival mechanism this survival mechanism is weird because for us afflicted ones that have the disease of choice Everything that seems paramount for survival, we seem to make it this really big thing nowadays. Whenever really, we've kind of evolved past that point of dog-eat-dog -dog world out there kind of thing. Like, it's still there, but at the same time, this survival aspect we feel threatened, right? We feel threatened, so therefore, we do what feels like it's protecting us. And then, whenever we figure out that those spines on our back, whenever we curl up, kind of like a roly-poly or whatever, whenever those spines actually end up hurting someone else, we don't seem to understand why they're hurt. See, one of the things about being in addiction is that you're not necessarily inconsiderate, but you just care about yourself that much more. That's why one of the things about recovery is giving back. This is also kind of one of the things that you gotta act different if you wanna feel different. You're angry. Go do something for someone. Do an act of service, and you'll feel better after. It's true. The thing is, is that you also have to do this in the proper way. And by proper, I mean you can't sit there and do something for someone and expect something in return. Your return from giving away, doing something for someone else... It gives you a peace of mind. It gives you that bit of reprieve 
throughout the dreary drudgery of witch's life. It gives you a little break. This little break is one of the things that are paramount for us because whenever life is so stressful and we're always running this damn rat race, it seems like we don't get anywhere. But the thing is, we've been running in a rut. We keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Sorry, tongue slip. We keep doing it to the point to where it's insanity. Hence why this is retrieving sanity. Because in our addiction, we did so many stupid things with the intention and thought that what we were doing was correct and or the answer to everything. While that may be the case at first, it quickly evolves into something that we can't control. And that's the interesting thing. Remember, this disease of choice, it's a paradox. Because we lose a choice, but in the end, it's a choice that will set us free. And that's why it's so difficult. That anger, it will justify itself. Just as the obsession over our allergen and for y'all that aren't in recovery the mental part is the obsession the physical part is the allergy so we obsess over something that we're allergic to it's kind of interesting but sitting there in this cycle it just creates nothing but a fury of a storm if you will and Whenever we're outside in the middle of a hurricane and we're wondering why it's hard to keep our feet, why we keep getting wet and see everything around us going to shit, but we think everything's okay, that's a lot like addiction. That's a lot like being in your insanity because every normal person would be in shelter, right? They'd be having food ready uh, to go just in case this happened but we're sitting there and we're just living life to the fullest we're just trying to enjoy ourselves and nothing more but the thing is this anger makes us run this fear makes us run makes us hide and none of those are conducive to recovering so, I bring this up because anger is something that is so innately a part of us that without proper management of it, it just kind of seems like overwhelming, if you will. Being overwhelming, again, it makes us want to run and hide because we can't handle it or we don't think we can and the thing is is that we're actually pretty capable of a lot of things but we never really learned a whole lot and you can have the best parents you can have the best uh, 
upbringing, anything like that. Remember, addiction does not care. And the thing is, it doesn't really fall onto the parents, whether their teachings or lack thereof. It doesn't rest on that. It depends on that person that falls into the disease of choice. Because it starts as a choice, in the end, losing that control over ourselves, over our actions, our thoughts, that is where we mess up. So, in conclusion, anger is a secondary emotion. You have to dig deeper to find out the root cause of it, take care of those resentments, and if you're, well, on the receiving end of a resentment, and someone's trying to make an amends with you, listen to them, hear them out, and let them know how they can do right next time, or pay you back. Because that's all part of recovery. And my friends, I appreciate each and every one of you that have listened to this, downloaded it, whatever. I am internally grateful, and my mission is to bring awareness to those that suffer the disease of choice and to help others that don't suffer, make them understand even just a little bit. And I may not be perfect at it. I know I'm not. I'm slowly getting better at this. So for anyone that's stuck it out, thank you from the bottom of my heart. With this, I shall sign off, and I will see y'all next time. Slan.